Hey everybody, it's Corey. Today's story is dedicated to all the elementary school teachers out there. Much of this story takes place in Aaron's old elementary school, but Aaron wasn't the only one to go to this elementary school. I went there as a kid. Yes, Aaron and I went to the same elementary school, but that's a story for another day. Not only did we go there, but our oldest went there, and we still have one kid enrolled there now. This incredible school is called Ella Canavan, and we absolutely love it. That being said, Aaron and I figured while we're celebrating teachers this episode, we would give you, the listener, especially those of you in Northeast Ohio, an opportunity to support the parent-teacher organization at this awesome school. So from January 27th to February 27th, 100% of the proceeds from our merch will be directly donated to the Ella Canavan PTO. Just head to 7minutestories.com slash merch, that's the number 7minutestories.com slash merch, and stock up on winter beanies, t-shirts, tote bags, and more. Now, please enjoy this episode titled, Mrs. Brown. We were standing at the front of the church about to go in for the funeral, and I didn't know what direction to go, right? or left? Do I sit with friends and family? Do I go with guests and acquaintances? I didn't want to screw up, and I was just standing there paralyzed by choice. Corey was with me to support me. She looked beautiful, beautiful dress. Her hair looked nice, makeup. And I had a suit and a blazer on. We were dressed up really for the first time in a long time because it was in the middle of COVID. So we had our masks on really tight. I was sweating, nervous. I didn't want to get sick, but I wanted to be there for several reasons. I wanted to be there to support my friend TJ, who when I looked to my left was sitting in the front pew and his shoulders were slumped. It was hard to see him that way. I could see how bad he was hurting. And his girlfriend Grace had her arm around his shoulders kind of consoling him. And I saw the casket where Grandma Brown's body was. Now Grandma Brown was TJ's grandma. But I was also there not just to honor the life of Grandma Brown and what she meant to TJ and his family, but also because we didn't know this until we became friends in high school, but TJ's grandma was also my first grade teacher, and I knew her as Mrs. Brown. Now, Mrs. Brown was my first grade teacher during a really difficult time in my life. I was about six years old. And my parents were in the midst of a divorce. And it was really tumultuous at home. Lots of fighting, screaming. And honestly, everything around me as a kid felt like it was falling apart. And I didn't know this at the time. Maybe it's just looking back on it now. But really, Mrs. Brown's classroom was really the only structure and certainty that I had for that year. And thinking of it, I think she did a really great job because... She was tough and structured and didn't let me get away with shit, but she was also compassionate and kind and didn't crush my spirit. She kind of gave me some leeway when I was acting out. She could tell that something was going on, but she also redirected me and let me know like, hey, I know you're upset or trying to, you know, act out, but here's the reality. Like, you got to be able to control this and there's consequences for your behavior. And I didn't like it at the time, but she really was that guardrail if that makes sense, for the direction of my life for that year. And I was really struggling academically too. I mean, I could read really well and I was, I think, pretty intuitive. But the one thing I was really having a hard time with and really pissed off about was that I didn't know my right from my left. 
And this really pissed me off because all the other kids knew their right from their left. And there's all these different methodologies that they show you how to learn it. You can just learn from your hand or like different, like your leg or your foot. And I tried all these different things and I could not figure out my right from my left. And it, it was always an issue. Go right, go left. Or like, and people would make fun of me, Aaron, go left. And I'd be like, ah, damn it. <laughs> it was hard. And I remember sitting in Mrs. Brown's classroom, first grade, middle of a tough year, and crying because I could not grasp this concept. And Mrs. Brown saw me while all the other kids were at recess and my my hands, you know, covering my head and just kind of sitting at the desk trying to figure out some way to learn how to do this. She walked up to me while I was sitting at the desk and she knelt down. She had kind of like a flower print dress curly, puffy hair and these little circular glasses. And she said, I can help teach you your right from your left if you're willing to learn. And I said, sure. And she said, well, we tried all these different ways, but have you ever tried using your memory? And I said, no. She goes, okay, I want you to close your eyes. And can you picture yourself sitting exactly where you're at in this classroom? She goes, I want you to fill in your brain like a painting and just fill up the, the space in your brain and picture yourself in this classroom, but in your brain, in your imagination. Can you do that? I said, yes. She goes, okay, do you see the chalkboard in front of you? I said, yes. She said, now I want you to think about the wall on your right. And she goes, can you see the bulletin board on that side of the wall? Can you see the pictures? And can you see all the art projects? And you see that in your head? I said, yeah. And she really placed me there right in that room. And I could see the right side of the room with all of the stuff she was describing. She goes, anytime anybody tells you to turn right, I want you to see the wall and that side of the room in your brain. I said, okay. She goes, now I want you to visualize the left side of the room. Do you see the window? I said, yes, I can see it. She goes, do you see the trees outside of the window and the wind? blowing through the leaves and can you see the car way out in the distance through the window so I can see it she goes anytime anyone tells you to turn left I want you to picture the window in that side of the room and so from that moment on I knew my right from my left in fact to this day when driving walking going anywhere if someone says which way do I go, right or left? I actually have to, for a millisecond, in my brain, go back to that classroom, sitting in my desk, and I have to look at either if it's the side where the wall is at, and I almost have to transpose what's in front of me and make sure that it matches up either the right side, which is the wall, and I know it's right, or the left side, which is the window, and I know it's left, and that's how I know. So coming full circle, as I'm standing at Mrs. Brown's funeral, looking at her body in the casket, Corey says, do you go right or left? And at the front of the church, I had to just kind of look out. And I placed myself back when I'm six years old and with Mrs. Brown kneeling next to me, her hand on my shoulder, helping me paint the classroom in my brain so I know what direction to go. 
And I told Corey, let's go left. And that led me right to the front pew where my friend TJ was. And he stood up and I kind of gave him a half smile and pulled him in for a hug. And we hugged each other for what felt like a very, very long time. Hey, everybody. I wanted to give a special shout out to my friend and wonderful musician, TJ Duke. He composed all the original music and performed it in this story. And yes, this is the same TJ you heard me talking about. So not only did he give me the blessing to tell this story about his grandma and my first grade teacher, but it's so cool that all these years later, we got to collaborate together on this piece of art. And I hope wherever Mrs. Brown is at, I hope this brought a smile to her face and that she's proud. Thanks again, TJ. Here's Corey. Seven Minute Stories is created and performed by Aaron Califato. Audio production by Ken Went. You can connect with Ken or inquire about his audio production services at media216.com. Original artwork by Pete Whitehead. Find out more about Pete's work at petewhitehead.com. Our creative consultant is Anthony Vordren, and Lennon Janovac is our production assistant. Special thanks to our partners at Evergreen Podcasts. And lastly, I'm Corey Burse. Make sure and tune in next week for another story. <laughs>